0: Hello and welcome, past, present, and future Oxies. This is April with the Ox Life by Now Cap podcast here with another episode. This episode, we're going to be talking about holidays, and we have another guest. Her name is Natalia. Hi, everyone. <laughs> so, Natalia, you are an ox, correct? Correct. Where are you placed?
1: I am placed in Moyet del Valles, but I currently live in Barcelona.
0: How far away is Moyet del Valles to Barcelona? Yes. Yeah, it's about like a
1: 25-minute train
0: ride, um, so not bad. I know there's like a whole lot of different type of trains in Barcelona. <laughs> yeah. which kind of, so I know there's like the metro and I know there's like some side of kind of circunias and then there's some kind of tram. Can you explain a little bit what it's like, like commuting?
1: Yeah. I'm, I'm definitely not an expert on the public transportation here, but I do have the option to take a metro to like the main station that I commute from. And then I have to take an actual train, which goes out to like the suburbs, I guess, of Barcelona So I'm teaching in a suburb of Barcelona Um, and it's really, the commute isn't that bad. It's in total about 50 minutes because I have to walk 10 minutes to my school and 10 minutes back. So like door to door, 50 minutes, but that's, that's okay. Yeah. Yeah. Not bad. Not bad at all.
0: And how did you learn about the NALCAP program? Yeah. So I originally
1: even found out that it was an option to be an ox in Spain and through a friend in college whose sister actually did something similar. But now, Cap specifically, I found out about it on TikTok actually with Camila.
0: Oh, wow. Yes. Camila yeah, used yeah. to be another intern.
1: Yeah. Her TikTok came up on my For You page and I was like, this seems so cool. And it was around the time that applications were opening in a few months so I was like I'm gonna go for it I'm gonna get all the stuff I need and it was nice to just like have that as an option post-grad
0: and here I am doing it so wow well for those listening the applications are open they open February 1st and I believe they run until the beginning of April yeah they end April 7th perfect Yeah. The first week of April. So if you are interested, the applications are open for the school year 2022-2023. So Natalia, um, yes. you are teaching in a primary or a secondary school? A secondary school. Very nice. So am I. And <laughs> um, <laughs> How has your experience been so far in the secondary school?
1: It's been good. I was a little nervous at first. I don't know if this was your feelings too just because older kids a little bit intimidate me you know I was so nervous at
0: first I was (laughs) like before coming to Spain and I told my family like oh I'm going to be in a high school my brother's like they're gonna eat you alive (laughs) exactly that's how I felt especially because
1: the they can speak English really well at the older higher levels so we can have actually really um, In-depth conversations about important topics, and I'm just like, wow, I'm I'm blown away by like their, the level of um, English.
0: That's yeah, interesting because exactly. the first school that I um that I was placed in was actually like had uh it was a non bilingual school, so the level was so low. Um, oh wow! Yeah, so I was like. Struggling, especially like when it's your first year, right? And you barely yeah. know Spanish, and they're like talking to you in Spanish a hundred miles an hour, and you're like, I'm gonna cry. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I definitely know the feeling. Um, but this school that I am in now is a bilingual school, and I completely see the difference. The mm. level is amazing, they even have like advanced classes, and it's so funny because the has told me that nobody wants to teach the advanced classes because it's so difficult. And I'm like, give me all of the advanced classes. I would love to be there so we can talk about, like, literally, I feel like in bachillerato, I feel like we talk as if we're, like, buddies. And I have this one student, Omar. He's so funny. Every time he comes into the room, he's like, hey, bestie. How was your weekend? (laughs) Stop. I love that. (laughs) I was like, okay, the level of fluency yeah, <laughs>
1: like, no, for sure. I like bond with my students over pop culture, like Taylor Swift. We had a whole conversation when she dropped her like All Too Well music video.
0: Oh my goodness. It just, <laughs> I remember it was a great. few years, like when Thank You Next came out, I was like, okay guys, so Ariana Grande came out with a new music video. So we're going to do a listening activity and we're just going to watch the video. And I was like, yeah, they love doing that. And I was like, "Do you get the pop culture references?" And they're like, "Yes, of course. Mean Girls, 13 Going on 30." I'm like, "Amazing. Amazing." Wow, they actually knew. Yeah, they knew 13 That's Going impressive. on 30. <laughs> I was like really impressed. Like Mean Girls obviously everybody knows and Legally Blonde, but I was like curious to know if they'd catch the 13 Going on 30 reference. Yeah. Anyway, so this podcast we're talking about holidays. So one of the main responsibilities at school for language assistance is to share your culture and a lot of the times the teachers ask us to prepare presentations or activities related to holidays that we celebrate in north america so so far what holidays have you shared with your class
1: yeah so a really big one that they enjoy learning about was thanksgiving in the united states i did a whole presentation on my own personal traditions which they thought was so interesting, which I think is funny because I always thought my life was so boring. But when I teach them about it, they're like, this is so cool. So the traditions that I told them was specifically in, I live in the New York City area. So I grew up watching the Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade mm. and all of that. So they're they're really interested in New York City too. So They, everybody, I mean, all, they up, all love New York City. <laughs> they all love New York City. They all think it's so cool. So they um i showed them a little clip of the macy's thanksgiving day parade and they thought it was fascinating uh, we did a little bit of a cultural comparison they compared it a little bit to carnival with in mm-hmm. terms of the parade
0: but they said like it's so different
1: um compared to spain
0: that's so interesting because every year the teachers ask me they're like april can you prepare something on thanksgiving and I'm not American, and they yeah. always ask me in, like, November, I'm like, hey, the Canadian Thanksgiving was, like, in October, and they're like, oh, <laughs> and then this year, one of the teachers was like, April, can you help me make a poster for, like, the Mayflower, and I'm like, what's the Mayflower? <laughs> so, I was like, you know what, I'll talk about Thanksgiving, but I'll talk about Canadian Thanksgiving, and, like, I would show the differences between American ca- Thanksgiving and Canadian Thanksgiving, which is really minute, um, yeah but the students love in one of my other schools they loved halloween halloween i remember when i was in a primary school i didn't experience it but the teachers told me like before covid they like when the kids arrived to school there were just pumpkins everywhere like they really? covered the whole school in pumpkins wow yeah and it was so cool and i think like in one of the in the secondary buildings like or in the secondary school, they would do, like, a a hallway of horror. That, your school (laughs) sounds so cool. (laughs) And like, one year, pre-COVID, obviously, I decided to, because all of the students know that I like makeup, and I told them, like, on my first day, like, I like makeup, and I like, like, all kinds of makeup, special effects makeup, so on, like, Halloween week, in all of my classes, I gave a, like, Halloween makeup workshop, and we would do, like, cuts all over I did the zipper face. I did bullet holes That's on their so cool. forehead and they were like <laughs> you went know, wow. When they left school all their parents were probably like what? Yeah <laughs> blood I, all over their face. <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh I'm sure they love that though because my students love like makeup tutorials and stuff like that. Um I did a little mini presentation about myself when I first got to the school. And I included what my favorite holidays were. I did put in Halloween, and they were so excited. I showed them a little picture of pumpkin carving because that's a tradition that I like to do around Halloween. And they, I guess, they don't really have, like, pumpkins aren't as common here as they are back in the States. So they thought that it was really cool the idea of carving a pumpkin and like putting that out as decoration.
0: So moving on the academic calendar year, we have Halloween, Thanksgiving. I always talk about Black Friday because like <laughs> they love it. They love Black Friday. Yeah, um, I honestly forgot about that this year. It's it's not a, it's not really a holiday, but like yeah, they know. I it. mean, in the states, in the it's states, basically it's basically kind of like a holiday. Yeah, <laughs> and then I t- of course we have Christmas. So there is like. Okay, let me ask you. When you asked your students if they know any Christmas songs, what Christmas song did they tell you?
1: So we actually did a sing-along in one of my classes as an activity right before Christmas, and I was surprised that they knew all the words to All I Want for Christmas is You by Mariah Of course, I knew it. (laughs) They literally knew all the words and got so excited, and it was one of the best activities we ever did.
0: Tell me how they didn't know what jingle bells was, but they knew All I Want for Christmas. I'm your not students e- didn't know jingle bells? I was like, do you guys know any uh Christmas songs? I was like jingle bells, and they're like, um, All I Want for Christmas. And I'm like, I mean, Mariah is the Christmas queen. Iconic.
1: <laughs>
0: what so, kind of activities did you do on Christmas um, or for Christmas? For Christmas, I kind of like told them my traditions and um, because my family's crazy for Christmas because we're such a big family. Obviously, with COVID, it's been so different. But before, like, um, do like I forgot what it's called. It's called White Elephant. Is that the gift? Oh, I've
1: heard of that. The one
0: with like everybody brings one present and then you pick numbers. Yeah. And I explained yes. it to the students and they're like, we want to do that. They're like so sick of like Secret Santa. They're like, no, white elephant. Um <laughs> But I would tell them about Christmas also in the Philippines because I'm from Canada, but I was also born in the Philippines and my family's from there and they love it. So I tell them like, oh yeah, in the Philippines, cause we don't have Thanksgiving, like Christmas starts in September. <laughs> they start putting the Christmas lights in September and they're like, what? And I'm like, yeah, like it's the, I wow. didn't think like, I Googled it and it has like the longest Christmas period. But yeah, what do you? What did you do this year for Christmas with the students?
1: Um, it was basically we did a lot of sing-alongs. Um, we we kind of did a cultural comparison a bit about how they celebrate Christmas versus how I celebrate Christmas.
0: Yeah, because here I was told that. Christmas, like, the 25th of December, like, they don't really get – they get, like, their little gifts. And on the 6th of January, for the three kings Day, Reyes Magos, the three wise men, they get, like, the big gifts. It's, like – but my boyfriend also told me that, like, normally, like, they would give you a gift on Christmas that the kids can use during the break. So if he got, like – he would get, like, a PlayStation game so that he can play with it or something that they can play with during – The break because the 6th of January is like the end of their winter break. So like, which I think is super interesting and also a little jealous that they get like double the gifts.
1: That was something that we talked about. I told them I was so jealous that they get, first of all, they get a longer holiday break than we did in the States and they get more
0: presents. So Valentine's Day is coming up. Do you have any plans for your lessons with Valentine's Day?
1: Yes, I actually already started teaching them about Valentine's Day in the States, and they were so excited about it. Um, I did a whole presentation about common traditions in the U.S. and how we do like a Valentine exchange, especially in elementary school, and then I told them my personal traditions on Valentine's Day. I taught them what Galentine's Day was, Yeah, and they had no idea. They did not even, they haven't even heard of the term Galentine's Day. So it was interesting and funny to see how they
0: reacted to Valentine's Day, um, but yeah, have you have you started teaching? Them I did. I, I did like this week, and I kind of just showed because like one of the classes they were making Valentine's Day cards, so I kind of showed them those like memes and like the corny pickup lines of like, <laughs> um, "Are you Wi-Fi?" Because I'm feeling a connection, and they were like, ah, "I love this. This is great," and I started putting it on their their Valentine's Day cards. And um, but I think like I usually make them do a poem on Valentine's Day or show them some like lovey dovey videos. But I remember one time the teacher asked me to prepare dating vocabulary. It was first bachillerato and like because they're relationships and dating. So then Mm. so then I was like, Do you guys know what ghosting is? And they're like, (laughs) Yes. And then they were so funny and I, we would go with like internet terms, like ghosting and like, I don't remember, but like they would tell me we would go through this vocabulary that I, I literally called it like dating internet vocabulary. And like, wow. They, they love, they loved it. And we also do like um, normally cause they practice like modal verbs. So then we would mm-hmm. do an agony ant in, that's how they call in the UK are an advice columnist. And I would put like these like crazy stories on the board and they have to be like, you should, you shouldn't. And they use like their modal verbs to give advice, like dating advice. That's actually a really good activity. <laughs> yeah, you should, you should do it. It's actually fun. And yeah, then, And then people get like, I found like this one, like thing like this one PDF on the internet and they had like crazy stories and the kids are like I would never do that like this person is crazy and then they get so into it
1: I know I love when my students get so into it um you mentioned poems earlier and we actually did a whole lesson on Valentine's Day poems too and when I tell you they got so into it at first they were like oh I don't want to write a poem like they were like I can't even do that in Spanish and I was
0: like guys just try it." literally roses are red
1: literally they got so
0: into it and they actually had some really good poems so i was proud i did this one poem of like oh you have to love yourself and it was kind of like a fill in the blank one where it's like your first name and then you have to put like son or daughter of lover of fears da 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 um and things like that and people put like some deep stuff in their poem they're like wow lover of nature who fears loneliness, who fears being forgotten. I'm like, who are these children? (laughs) Um, But speaking of which, what are some of the funniest things that your students have said? Oh, that's a tough one. I mean, recently,
1: again, when we were doing our poems, (laughs) the last class that I had, they tried to rhyme a bunch of words, and it just really wasn't going well. So then they just scrapped the entire poem, and they started with, the words, I am a dog and you are a cat. And then they started <laughs> rhyming from
0: there. There I we go. Like, Back to the basics.
1: <laughs> we had so much fun that class. We were like crying, laughing. It was great. Um, but um, yeah, what about you?
0: Okay, so there's this one girl. This is second bachillerato advanced. Like they're the advanced students. And we are talking about extreme sports. And <laughs> So we were talking about bungee jumping, and we're like, oh, yeah, cool. bungee jumping, extreme sports, and I asked the class, I was like, would anyone want to try bungee jumping? And this one girl at the front of the class kind of, like, says under her breath, she's like, yeah, but without the rope. And I was like, oh. <laughs> and I was like, what? And then she was like, I'm kidding, teacher. And I was just like... No, because, like, it's so the kid, funny. like, these young kids are, like, so, this is, like, such a typical teenage thing to say. They just, like, whenever I talk about exams, they're just, like, you can just bury me now. They are really, really dramatic. It's so funny. My other, there's this one guy who was so funny. He was in second S. school. So he was a little young. And I was asking them about genres of music. And I was, like okay, can you guys give me genres of music? This guy goes pop, hip-hop, jazz. And this guy stands up with, like, such confidence. And he goes, like, flamenco. And I was, like, he's, like, and I was, like, what? And he's, like, teacher, flamenco. And I'm, like, you don't have to translate it. We Like, it's its own genre, flamenco. Yeah. He goes, like, flamenco. And I thought it was just the funniest thing. I was, like, love that. Yeah. And how they always end things in – Asian, like, they would flamencation. <laughs> Wait,
1: flamencation. <what? laughs> like, Wait, I've never heard that. You've
0: never heard Oh, the students always go, like, I'll be like, oh, how do you say this in English? And let's say it's, like, um, running. Like, how do you say "corred" in English? And, like, cora- "coration." <laughs> like, they'll, like, add, <laughs> end everything with Asian. That's so funny. No,
1: my students haven't done that yet. But, yeah, I think it's funny how teenagers are kind of just the same all over the world like they're all at that that weird age you know where everything's kind of funny and it's just nice to know that they're similar to how we were when we were teenagers
0: um okay so moving on we have do you teach St. Patrick's Day I don't know if I'm going
1: to just because personally it's not something that I celebrate crazy
0: but are you gonna teach it? I've been asked to before, but like, mm. so I have like the presentation ready. I know about St. Patrick's, Day, right? But like, were you born and raised in the New York area? Yeah. So I'm from New Jersey, which mm-hmm.
1: I always say it's like 30 minutes away from New York city. I mean, so I is. grew up
0: going into New York city. So yeah. And is your family originally from uh, that area as well?
1: Um so, my mom is from Rhode Island, which is mm-hmm. just a few states over. And then my dad was actually born and raised in Sri Lanka. <gasps> wow! Yeah. So, he came over to the states for college when he was 19.
0: My One of my best friends in high school is from Sri Lanka. and Really? Uh, yeah. So, um... I personally like in January the 3rd Sunday of January is this huge festival in the Philippines. So I did a presentation about it and they were like, "Wow, so interested about the Filipino culture because you know, as much as they love hearing about Canada and the US, they never get to hear about other countries. So I sh- shared with them like, "Oh, we have this huge festival. It's like basically like the carnival of the Philippines and it's called Sinulug and everybody dresses up people throw paint there's like parties and it's super fun it's like and I told them about it and they were super interested do you think that you would share maybe some kind of festival or holiday from Sri Lanka because I know one of the other uh oxes in my previous school shared about Diwali oh Mm yeah
1: I could. The Sri Lankan New Year is actually celebrated in April, which is coming up. So I could do a little presentation about that because when I presented myself at the beginning of the year, I told them that my dad is from Sri Lanka. I grew up going there and they were really interested in it. And they actually didn't really know much about it. Not Many people don't really know much about Sri Lanka. So I think it would be fun to tell them a little bit about it.
0: Yeah, I think that I think like as much as our role as a language assistant is to share the culture from where we're from which is north america most of the people from north america are so diverse that it's it would be a shame it would be a shame not to
1: yeah so i really try to stress that to my students that america and you know north america united states and canada are super diverse. There's so many different cultures there and that it's really important that I like reflect that to them. So, yeah.
0: Yeah. So like when I talk about Christmas, I talk about my Christmas in Canada, but I'll also talk about traditions that we do in the Philippines, which is literally like so similar because we have Noche yeah. Buena also. And we have something called Simbangabi, which is like we have night mass, which they have here. They also, like, some people go to night mass, um, and they're like, oh, wow, it's so similar, and I told them that in the Philippines, we also eat 12 grapes, and. Oh, yeah. you do? Yeah, and in okay, New Year's cool. in the Philippines, um, it's kind of like a, like, some superstitions, it's kind of mixed, like, obviously, like, the grapes seems to be influenced from Spain, but also, like, we have a lot of influence from, like, China, because we wear red, um, you have to drink Uh, well not drink sorry eat noodles for long life open all of the doors windows and cabinets so that good luck enters at midnight wow that's really interesting yeah so like I would share and they're like what they're like (laughs) and and then um we were talking about superstitions and then I told them about like some superstitions about like feng shui because as a Filipino like although I'm not Chinese, Filipino culture has a lot of feng shui in it. And all of the students were like, I'm rearranging my room next week.
1: <laughs> like, no way.
0: Because like, I, I told them that it's, it's bad feng shui to have a mirror in front of their bed. And I think I kind of scared them. And they're like, I'm going to move my mirror or I'm moving my bed. <laughs> so what has been your favorite moment teaching holidays in the classroom?
1: I really love Cultural comparison. So, where I teach them about myself, I like how they can relate it to their own culture. Um, for example, we were just talking about Valentine's Day and I was teaching them. And then they taught me about a holiday that I've never heard of and it's specific to Catalonia. It's called San Jordi.
0: Yes, I've heard of this. Yes. Yeah.
1: yeah, San Jordi. And it's really fascinating because it comes from a legend of a knight killing a dragon to save this princess. And out of the the blood from the dragon grows a rose. So every year on San Jordi, a boy gives a girl a rose and then the girl gives a boy a book.
0: And... I have heard about this. Is this... So I remember when I went to Barcelona, there is a Gaudi building that resembles like, like an... A sword in a dragon's back. Yeah, they were showing
1: me pictures of it, and apparently it's covered in roses. If we're talking about ah. the same one, they cover it in roses um, Very for some nice. jordi. I love that. So, yeah, I loved learning about it because I just, I've never heard of this holiday before, and it's coming up in April, so I'm gonna be here. Yeah. So I'm excited to see it. <laughs>
0: I hope you get a rose. <laughs> me too. <laughs> I, I also, I had, a, I had one student who, um, she wasn't Japanese, but she really loved like K-pop, Japanese culture, like overall Asian culture. And she told us when I was talking about Valentine's Day, she said that in Japan, that the women give men chocolate on Valentine's Day. Really? Yeah. That's so nice. (laughs) Yeah, I love it. Um, So, thank you for listening to this podcast about holidays in the classroom. The next episode, we're going to be talking about holidays in Spain, what to look out for, and what to prepare yourself for. So, time to get excited. Thank you for listening. And if you like this podcast and you want to hear more of our memories, make sure to follow and support the Ox Life by Mel Cap podcast. We also have an Instagram and TikTok, both at Nalcap Spain and if you're interested in any of the educational programs of the Ministry of Education through the Spanish consulates in the U.S. and Canada, follow at Spain Ed Office on Instagram. Thank you again for listening and get ready for the next podcast with Natalia about Spanish holidays.